Hi, and welcome to the Cadence Management Corporation's podcast number 107. We call it the Slow Start, and it's the first in a three-part series that focuses on keeping your projects moving forward. You'll find the second and third podcasts in this series on the Cadence website or in iTunes when you do a search for Cadence Management. So let's get started. I have with me today John Patton, who's the president and CEO of Cadence, uh, founded Cadence in 1983, and his career has touched on just about every aspect of project management. He not only runs the company, but also provides project management training and consulting services to Cadence clients around the world. Hi, John. Hello, Dale. You're a busy man these days. Yes, I uh, just got back uh, this uh, past weekend from Peru uh, in the PMI Congress uh, there. It was an mm-hmm. event that was well attended by uh, around 900 people, uh, and um, I was uh, the uh, final speaker of the Congress there. It was it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. A, lot of, a lot of travel time. Totally yes, there fun. was. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, as you know, when Cadence holds one of our project management seminars, attendees are always encouraged to fill out what we call the problem cards. And that gives, uh, gives us some detail related to a current problem they run into in the course of managing their projects. And as we go through those problem cards, we try and pick out some common themes, and those themes are what drive our podcasts. And the theme we're looking at today is uh, avoiding what we call the slow start that some projects can be plagued with. And uh, John, in this series, as you know, we try and pass on three key points of focus for project managers as some takeaways from the podcast. So maybe you can start by laying out this issue for us, talk about how to avoid falling into this trap, uh, because getting projects off um, on the right foot and avoiding that slow start is so important. Okay, Dale. Well, what do we hear from people? I, I think painting the picture here of a project, let's say you get it at the beginning of April, and then uh, before you know it, it's the end of May. And it seems like the time has gone by in, a, in the blink of an eye. The clock's always ticking, isn't it? It is. And there's, and, and, but there are things that are going on that, that cause the team to do a lot of waiting and, and no sense of momentum really is getting going. So the three key points that you asked about, Dale, that I'll uh, talk about later here is um, how to get the status engine going early as a way to establish good pace on the project. How to use the people that you have, even though you're missing some others, to investigate issues and questions, and how to get started with the project plan. Okay. Okay. So before you before we get going um, on the project plan, start. Let's um, part. Let's start at the beginning. And when when projects do start slowly, uh, what are some of the causes? Because as we'll see later in the, uh, later podcasts, this can really come back to bite you. Well, let's uh, let's keep on this theme, Dale, of using what people say when I talk to them about it. Now, there are some things I hear, you know. One is, there's a lot of time. But I also hear, there isn't a lot of time. And so those those seem to be paralyzing. We don't know a lot about the project. Mm -hmm. Now, even though there's been some pre-work and the project has been authorized, when you get into a new phase, you don't know Enough, and they feel like there's not enough for them to start. That, yeah, there wasn't enough done before, and there are a lot of questions uh, and issues that haven't been answered. So, bottom line here, the pace of the project hasn't been established. This rhythm of execution hasn't been established, and even the rhythm of planning hasn't been established. Okay, so it's all about getting sort of getting into that rhythm and that flow, and uh, yeah. getting off to 
you know it, that that's exactly it, Dale. And the longer you wait, the longer you put it off, the longer this slow start. Yeah, and so the more paralyzing happens. it becomes, I guess. Yes, that's exactly it. Great. So we know what causes it, but uh, so so how do good project managers keep this from impacting their projects? If there are a few things that you can pass along that they can um, help to either spot these things as they're happening or get over that uh, get over that hurdle. Okay, Dale. Well, let's talk about good and best practices. The first thing we're going to do is get weekly status meetings going right from the beginning. Mm -hmm. If you only have two people on the project team, you're going to meet with those two people and the best time, if we can get it, is Monday morning. Mm -hmm. Now, Monday afternoon, we're going to write a, week, a status report. So what I'm recommending here is for the first eight weeks of the project, we're going to write a weekly status report as well. See, now I wonder, I wonder if that's why some project managers might neglect that because it seems pretty frequent and in the beginning is there really a lot of change that takes place in the, from week to week? Well, we want the change to be taking place. That's, that's the idea there. Now normally uh, we would say um, uh, once a month write a status report and some companies every other week. But in this one, that's part of getting the pace going. The content of that status report uh, is um, uh, the four watts. So what we did last week, what we're going to do this week, what the problems are, and what we're doing about them. So imagine the scenario, project manager has a, a status meeting on Monday morning. He writes the status uh, report on uh, Monday afternoon. In that status report, he makes some promises about what he's going to have done by the next Monday. Mm -hmm. He's feeling pretty good. Mm -hmm. Now, by Tuesday, uh, have we made progress on it? He may do a little bit of checking. He really doesn't feel a strong sense of urgency. Now on Wednesday, uh, well, we only have three days left in the week. We'd better get started on these four things, five things that we promised uh, for next week. Thursday, it's getting urgent. Friday, we've got to make a decision as to whether we're going to work the weekend or not because on Monday afternoon, I don't want to send out a status report that says we haven't done anything. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there, it, it establishes a pace for the project manager and the team. It set up and sets up an expectation among the sponsors and managers that it goes to that we will be making progress weekly on it. Okay, I see. Now, we get the content from this status report by, with these two, three, four people that we have in the status meeting, recording the questions and issues and getting them assigned to the people that we have. So we're doing work. We may not be ready to do the project plan yet, but we're investigating these, these issues. We're digging deeper. We're getting answers. Things are happening. Things are happening. And that's what we want our management to see. We're not waiting. We've got a pace going and things are happening on the project. Okay. Now the project manager during this time period is also working pretty hard uh, to get uh, the, the, the right number of team members uh, the, that they'll need on the project. Well, we say that when you have 80% of the team members go into formal planning. So we're, it's going to follow the Pareto rule. I've seen this over and over again. It's coming up in, I think, in many of our podcasts that comes up. It does. It's, it's a good rule. Uh, it's going to be easier to get 80% of the project team. Now the final 20%, one or two people, is going to be a little harder. So we'll go into formal planning when we've got 80% of the team. Okay. And we have another podcast that says how to plan. There's one more thing I'd add to this, Dale, and that is 
uh, be aggressive with early deliveries of tasks during the project. This accelerates pace. So it, it's, it's pretty normal that if somebody finishes a task on Wednesday that's due on Friday, mm -hmm. they don't tell anybody. They just go on to something else. And on Monday morning, they report that the task was finished on time. Uh, right. So we want to set a tone on this project that if you finish on Wednesday, tell the project manager there may be a dependent task that can start a day or two earlier. Uh, right. Project manager is going to have to check with the person who's responsible for that task. But this way, if we can ex get things accelerating, we will create what's called schedule reserve, management mm -hmm. reserve that we can use on problem solving later in the project when we don't have much time left. Well, and it almost seems like it helps you build some shared successes that way too. And it does. And lines of communication, it all sort of boils down to the better communication maybe. The, the people get a sense that uh, it matters when they finish early. It matters when uh, they have a whole week to do something and they can get it done towards the early part of the week. Okay. That's probably contagious too. It is. Okay. So, um, well, I think um, there. So, the, so the key points. Let me just make sure we've got these key points here down. Then, because we always like to end with the three key points and takeaways, so that the the uh, get that status engine going sounds like one of the key things as a theme here to make sure that mm -hmm. you've got the lines of communication, the status. It's getting commun it's getting communicated, and it sort of helps pull everybody together. And uh, to use the people that you have to uh, investigate issues and questions, mm -hmm. uh, do that consistently, make sure that's documented, and to get going with the project plan. And there's, uh, there's no reason to wait. Um, it, uh, as, as people, um, as project managers continue to uh, go through the project and they do these you know, time after time, is there anything that you can leave them with, with as an overall theme in terms of just getting it going and avoiding the slow start? Sure, Dale. Um, just realize and accept the fact that there is always uncertainty at the beginning of the project. And uncertainty, our, our response to uncertainty is, is to uh, wait until things get clear, get a better foundation for a good start. And um, there are things that we can do to cause that definition to happen early on and to set a pace for moving into planning, which gives us, which takes away a lot of that uncertainty about the project mm -hmm. okay. at the beginning of the planning. So, don't, so don't let that uncertainty paralyze you and paralyze exactly. the project. Exactly. Okay, great. Well, thanks again, John, and we will see you on the next podcast. Been a pleasure, Dale. Thanks for joining us for this first of three podcasts on keeping your projects moving forward. Remember, you can find the other two podcasts in this three-part series, The Messy Middle and The Eternal Ending, on the Cadence website at cadencemc.com or in iTunes with a search on Cadence Management, where you can also subscribe to these Cadence Management podcasts.